Hey, I'm Ken Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. <sighs> hmm. Today is Friday, May 6, 2022. And Martin, Man City had an oopsie. Yeah, I mean, if there was any reason for the lads to come back on air together, it was this game in the Champions League uh, semifinal round. Holy crap. Uh, Pep has done it again. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Just when I thought I was out, you pulled me back in, Pep. I don't know how he big-brained this, but, I mean, just what, uh, you know, Peter Schmeichel uh, was saying after the game, I just had the same reaction, like just total disbelief. I thought Man City had this in the bag. I thought we had a full Premier League Champions League final once again, Man City versus Liverpool. And the way this happened, it happened so quick and just so bizarrely that I don't know where to even begin with this. Like my first thoughts were like, okay, I think this is comparable to like the PSG and Barcelona collapses of the past couple years. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even think in the Pep, conversation. I I don't even think Pep big brained it. I think it was an absolute utter collapse by Manchester City. Like Pep finally went out there in a game that had all the marbles and didn't fucking goof himself up by just trying to overthink it. Like he had a nice solid game plan. It it worked well. It was. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, there were chances for both sides. I mean, I thought Bench could have had two goals. Um, and I, in two minutes, in in two freaking minutes, uh, Manchester City's Champions League uh, hopes were absolutely shattered. And I feel like this was this has to be, like you said, among the most brutal ways to go out in a high stakes game like this. I mean, the Romantanda with Barcelona and PSG strikes me as another one but there was something just absolutely savage about this just it was sad last so i i mean they they did their job for 89 minutes i mean the goal in the 73rd minute and everything pointed to manchester city getting over that hump and i mean real madrid's tenacity dude that can't be talked about enough i mean oh my god got that dog in them <laughs> they got that dog um yeah, dude, it's so crazy, and I totally agree with a lot of what people are saying. Like, I think Man City is just a way better team than Real Madrid, but for some reason, they just have this... Real Madrid have this drive in them. If you looked at the two legs of this, like, Man City should have won this in a landslide. I just don't... And even this game, Martin, like, up till the moment they scored that goal, Man City were in complete control, had more chances... Real Madrid couldn't really do anything. Vincius couldn't do anything. I think you're right. Benzema did have a few chances, but he missed those chances, which is like, you know, he can't. I mean, Real Madrid is essentially like if Benzema doesn't do well, they usually lose. And then Rodrigo comes out of nowhere. Man City just like looked like a ghost out there after that goal went in. Like they knew what was coming. And then there have been arguments about the penalty for the third goal with Benzema. I think it's a 50-50 call. I understand why it was a penalty. That's fine. Um, but, wow. And I think back to those Jack Grealish misses. I think we've talked a lot about that. Jack Grealish had amazing chances. And 
I think those are probably going to haunt him for in Man City fans like for quite some time. Yeah, and and uh, like you said about the Jack Grealish chances, that those were denied solely because of desperation defending. One by uh, Ferland Mendy, who was able to get back on the goal line and clear it with maybe an inch to spare. Um, and you know, if if they gave up, if if they actually believed that they were going down. Furlan Mendy might not have had that desperation in him to to give it everything and get to that goal line. And then Courtois with an absolutely brilliant left-footed save. And so it goes down to moments like that. I mean, sink one of those two chances and the game's over, kaput, done. And a minute later, and the game's flipped on its head. And it's it's credit to that mentality, that special mentality that I think is pretty unique in, in Madrid that... I mean, this is our this is our uh, Champions League. This is our bread and butter here, and I, I, it's incredible to see up and down the pitch. I mean, Valverde is an absolute workhorse, man. He is all over the pitch. Um, Carvalho Casemiro is, is a menace. That yeah, man was Casemiro is a like, straight up menace. crazy. He would get fa- He would foul somebody and then pretend to get hurt, and then oh my god, he was such an asshole in this. But hey, like it worked. <laughs> Yeah, and this is their this is their format, and you know, hats hats off, hats off, hats off to Madrid in this. And uh, I mean, it goes down to a penalty, which I think, you know, I think straight up it was absolutely foolish of Ruben Diaz to go mm-hmm. for that on the ground, um, in the box like that. Where was Benzema gonna go with that ball? He he teased uh, Ruben Diaz into making that uh, tackle. And so I think it was a soft pen, but in the rules of the game, it's a pen. And agree. I thought Benzema, totally agree. I, I thought Benzema was going to panenka it again, and I would have lost my pants, dude. I would have ran around around just screaming at Panenka. <laughs> it was again. actually nice of Benzema to be <laughs> to not do that. Benzema's like, oh, that'd be way too embarrassing for Man City, even for like Man City standards. Which again, I really do think Man City was the much better side. Like we were talking about how that first <clears throat> leg they should have won like seven to one, like, and they just. Gave up stupid goals. They let Real Madrid creep back into this game in a two minutes. It's like not even like creep back in. They did it in two minutes, Martin. Like, yeah, bang, bang. Even when that first goal went in for Real, I'm like, all right, like nice consolation goal. What the fuck? It's like a horror movie. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. And just the, the whole world went nuts. Like I haven't seen like the discord or like our group chat be that lit up in a while because we were all just saying oh my god what the fuck's happening holy wow it it, it i i'm trying to think of something like comparable but i can't like in soccer anyway yeah it's been a long time since there's been something like that to just rock the soccer sporting world and i mean i if you look back at real madrid's i think two previous games they played chelsea and psg in the past two knockout rounds and they were down goals they were down and counted out for for dead in both of those games and yet they came back and won i mean they've done it twice rodrigo is an absolute brilliant sub to come on in the 70th minute he got two goals uh today or yes two days ago against manchester city i think he got the winner against psg uh that dude is a menace coming on and he just rejuvenates the attack um, I think Carlo Ancelotti got it absolutely spot on with his subs. And if you saw the reports, uh, Cruz was saying Ancelotti was asking the guys, the veterans, 
who do you want to see on the field? Who can close out this game when he started making his subs? So, I mean, insane coaching by Ancelotti. The brow. Uh, and the brow once again. The brow. <laughs> and to think, like, he was just at Everton. That's so I know. weird. <laughs> he went from Everton, who might get relegated, to winning La Liga, smoking that big cigar, that stogie, and now possibly could do a double and win the Champions League. That's that's absolutely insane. And like everyone was doing kind of the same, like, oh, is he washed kind of like Josie Mourinho anymore? Nope, Carlo, I, I, I still, still <laughs> turns out, got it. Yeah, <laughs> turns out um, he just went to Everton for uh, a sabbatical, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. have no other way to explain it. A paycheck? Um, I, will... I mean, cool. Yeah. yeah. Get your money, Carlo. You deserve it, dude. Uh, he just broke the record for most Champions League. Uh, final appearances surpassing the likes of Sir Alex Ferguson, uh, Jurgen Klopp, and Pep Guardiola. So, uh, I mean, kudos to him. They got a cracking team and knows how to manage both the team and the individuals perfectly. So, I think this was a. I I can't say I'm entirely shocked because there's something about Madrid, man. There's something about Madrid. This is their this is their fucking league. Um, but an absolute insane movie fantasy like like we are living in a simulation <laughs> I, this cannot be real ending to this game I, I feel like the school bully beat up the nerd in this like how the nerd's <laughs> always supposed to win and overcome like spider-man like it's like if toby mcguire actually got beat up by uh, the bully in spider-man instead of him beating him up like because real madrid are just historic obviously the 13 champions league whatever they're like the the fucking yankees of the champions league um, and they'll just rub that in their face or whatever, but man, like, so what does this mean for man city? Yeah. You know? That's what I wanted to pivot to next too. Like we're talking all about this real Madrid, but I mean, it feels like year in year out. We say this and Manchester city fans definitely say this. This is the year. This is the year. This is the team. We have the right players. We have the coach. We have the pedigree, and they keep falling short. The depth, Kev, the I, staff, the, the stadium, they have everything. Yeah, yeah, and and they keep falling short. And I, I can't remember if I saw this uh, on something you posted or if I saw it on the interwebs, uh, but the, the time between uh, being ahead in a Champions League knockout round and uh, to the point of him losing the knockout round um, and Pep Guardiola's last six Champions League uh, appearances have been absolutely minimal. So each team that he's managed to get to a certain point in the Champions League, he just absolutely loses control of the game. And I mean, it, it's a pattern at this point. And it's kind of scary for Manchester City to keep doing this, just like PSG keeps doing this. And so I think there are definitely questions to be asked, but I mean, who, who else are you going to get other than Pep? Uh, right. Who, who else are you going to buy for a hundred million dollars? I mean, you have probably the first or second best team in the world right now. Uh, there's not really a, a magical, Oh, this is the next step. You have the best team. You have the best coach in the world. Where do you go from here? Yeah. I mean, uh... I gotta say, I think last year was their best chance. I mean, that Chelsea squad now we're seeing. I mean, Tuchel and that squad it was a magical run, whatever. But like, Man City should have won last year, certainly. And if this Man City squad played that Chelsea squad again, I think it's just a totally different, 
totally different match. I think Man City wins it hands down. Um, I just can't imagine how these players are feeling and like Jack Grealish. I mean, he was almost going to be a hero if he scored. And now the questions around him and does he even really start and hundred million dollar man and will Pep sign an extension? Like maybe Pep's just fed up. I mean, like how many more of these can he take? I mean, obviously he's getting paid well, so I mean, that's fine. But like emotionally, this must be just sucking the life out of him. Yeah, I think that he has made it to seven Champions Leagues uh, semifinals or finals in the past 10 years, and he has lost every single one of them. He hasn't uh, won a Champions League since Messi and Barcelona in 2011, I think it was, 2013. Right, um, so that 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 then that becomes the narrative. Like, he couldn't do it without Messi. Like, you know, like uh, Kobe Bryant couldn't do it without Shaq until he eventually did, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look, I I know it's we just talked about this and how every time uh, this happens, we say it again. But I mean, there's always next year. I mean, Manchester City isn't going to dive off a cliff in terms of talent. They still have the best team, the best coach, like we said. Um, So I I think (laughs) that they always have that talent to to be able to make it on paper to a final and win a final. But they keep getting thwarted either by themselves or just a mystic of football like this Real Madrid encounter here. Um, I, I just think that there has to be a point where they make that ne- next step. And I think part of it comes down to mentality. And and um, for whatever reason, it, it seems like these <clears throat> these teams that, you know, are, are used to this, are used to winning, have that more uh, winning mentality than the challenger. That in, dog, in Martin, say with me. They got that dog. <laughs> they in got them. that dog in them. Yeah. Um, and City doesn't have that dog. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they can make that step. Oh, man. I got one thing to say. And this is something I also posted to the Lads account. Go follow our Instagram, by the way, Lads Podcast. Um, this was from Yaya Torre's agent in 2018. Did you see this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So if you'll remember, there was a big falling out with Pep and Yaya Torre and whatever. You know, you can go back and do the history. But Yaya Torre's agent in 2018 said, um, Pep turned all of Africa against himself. I'm sure that many African shamans in the future will not allow Guardiola to win the Champions League. This will be for the Guardi- this will be for Guardiola an African curse. Life will show whether I am right or not. Well, so far so good. <laughs> Dude, I remember talking about this when this came out and both Years of ago. us were like, yeah, both of us were kind of laughing at it and then we had a moment and we were like, uh, you know, you know, what if this is actually going to happen here? <laughs> and it you seems know, like, I'm not, uh, a, <laughs> I'm not a superstitious person. Um, <laughs> I do think my uh, Philadelphia 76ers are cursed because of the process and tanking and the, the basketball gods hate us for that. But maybe the soccer gods are like, just I'm sorry, city. Like, we don't like the way you did things. <laughs> we don't like how you bought all these players. You got the best coach and. Pep was a dick to Yaya. And like, is this just the soccer God saying like, I'm sorry, gates are closed. Dude, I'm not going to say Real Madrid just absolutely destroyed the oil clubs. 
But Real Madrid just absolutely destroyed all the oil clubs to retain purity in the Champions League. Like Fiorentino <laughs> Perez might be a huge dick for the whole Super League thing, and I'm sure that's going to happen soon. But God damn it, thank you, Real Madrid, for beating uh, the original oil club, Chelsea, PSG, and Manchester City in one Champions League campaign, and came from the back all three times. So they were not good. What the hell? If you look at all those matches, I don't think I can think of a single game where Real Madrid were good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like there's that one a game bowl against... in a china shop. Like they had that one good game against Chelsea, right? But <laughs> all those games, I'm just like. I don't, they weren't good and they still got through. I don't, it's just Real Madrid. They just grind it out. I don't I know. I will say man. it's going to be a more fun final with Real Madrid versus Liverpool than it would be City versus Liverpool. That would be a fucking drag and a half City versus Liverpool. It's like, I've seen this Liverpool before. Be okay. Fun. Yeah. And well, let's get to Liverpool because they also played this week. Um, they will be facing Real Madrid in the final uh, during Memorial Day weekend. And things got a little bit scary for them with Villarreal going up 2-0 at halftime, thinking, ah, oh, Unai Emery, good evening. He's done it again. Masterclass Unai Emery. And then Liverpool went, you know, berserker mode in the second half and just put up three goals. Uh, <laughs> Diaz is phenomenal. I mean, you, you can even admit that, Martin. Diaz has been an unreal signing for them. Yeah, um, I tell... I tell uh, my brother, the Liverpool fan all the time that I absolutely hate Liverpool signing. They get the best players for about $40 million. For what they're worth. Or usually less. Yeah, it's crazy. God damn it. Liverpool's living in 2014. Meanwhile, United's (laughs) living in 2030. (laughs) Yeah, I... Anyway, um, so what do you think of this matchup? I mean, Mohamed Salah, and I've heard this now from a lot of Liverpool fans, uh, some from the Discord, Twitter, wherever, that they've always had this, like, you know, the weird fantasy of, like, oh, we want to get revenge against Real Madrid for back in 2018. Um, and here we go. We have the Liverpool versus Real Madrid. This is now two very different teams. Not uh, not really, you know, like, when I say different, I just think, you know, this Real Madrid side without Sergio Ramos, without Ronaldo. And then I look at this uh, Liverpool side, which you still have like the main, like, you know, uh, Salah, uh, Allison, Virgil van Dijk, or, or I guess Allison wasn't there yet because they had Karius in goal, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is a more mature Liverpool squad, and this mm-hmm. is a different era of a Real Madrid squad. And I think. You know, I, I've seen it a, a couple times on, on Reddit. Like, Liverpool, I think, are more scared to play Real Madrid. Scared isn't the right word, but more wary of playing Real Madrid rather than playing Manchester City because Liverpool seems to have City's number in most games unless it doesn't count. Um, and I think Liverpool would have been totally okay with the City uh, matchup. I think Liverpool has a fun time playing City. It's It's usually... Um, you know, a, a pretty close game, but there's a lot of unknowns playing Real Madrid. And, you know, with that being said, we just spent a couple, you know, 30 minutes talking about the insanity of this Real Madrid squad that never say die. I don't understand and it. They're going to bring that shit to the final. And I mean, it's going to be intense. No doubt about that. Well, I, I get the argument for wanting Man City more because I guess you're more familiar with them. 
Um, and you just you've played them so much, but I really think they would have preferred uh, Real Madrid, Martin, because like they're not as good. <laughs> I, I I don't you know I understand the whole like Real Madrid has the history and the the dog in them. I'll say it again, <laughs> but I I just don't understand. Like I feel like Liverpool is kind of you know sighing a bit of relief because imagine if Man City wrap up the league and then Liverpool lose the league and then. Now they got to face Man City with that momentum in the Champions League final, you know? Like, yeah, that is true. That is true. I'm just, you know, I see. I see what you're saying, dog, Kev. They got that dog. It's crazy. I don't understand this Real Madrid side at all. Where like they won La Liga, but La Liga wasn't exactly great this year either. Wasn't a good yeah. La Liga team. There wasn't really a second team. Like Barcelona tried at the end, but like they were still way <laughs> out of reach. And that Barcelona side isn't that good. They just started getting good the second half of the season. So I don't know. How do you think these teams match up? Because Liverpool, I have an idea. I watch a lot of them. I understand them. I don't under. I feel like this Real Madrid side is just so, what's the word? Disruptive. I feel like that's a good word. Mm-hmm. They just like really just shake things up. And I really think it's going to come down to the midfield with this. Because I'm going to be very curious to see how they match up in the midfield. Yeah, and I, I think they play a a somewhat similar game from the midfield with, you know, great ball handlers that spray passes out. Um, in Real Madrid, you got Luka Modric, uh, Tony Kroos, Casemiro, obviously. Um, <laughs> Have you guys heard of them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Brand new players to y'all. Um, I've been following them since 1999. Uh, and then in Liverpool, you've got the likes of Thiago. You've got Henderson, obviously, and they play more. Um, you know, like Van Dyke will spray some beautiful balls out, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, obviously. Um, so those are going to be the players that dictate the tempo of the game. So I think it's going to be kind of two similar mentalities, but I think it's going to be an all-out war out there. I mean, I think Casemiro is going to have kind of a hit order on Salah, um, and I think it's it's going to just be an absolute badass game. And, you know, I think um, it's going to be a... a a game that's decided by, you know, just one team pushing it to that extra level. And, you know, both both of these teams are absolutely capable of it. I mean, every time Liverpool has the ball, I'm convinced they're going to score. Uh, so I, I can see it going either way. I think the uh, smart money's on Liverpool, but shit, they're dogs, man. You can't <laughs> but I also think Liverpool dog. are dogs. Like, um, I, we need a counter. How many times can we say dogs in a, <laughs> in a podcast? We got to be up to like 15 now. Um, but I mean, most law literally like said, like, you know, we want to settle the score. Like this Liverpool side has a reason to also bring some fucking real energy. And I think they will. I think all their, their, this Liverpool team is super tough and I just think they're better. But Real Madrid, time after time, have proven me to tell me, go fuck myself, Kevin. You know, so we'll see. I'm really excited for this final. I know it's a repeat from 2018, but it's probably, uh, would you say, the two most historic European clubs? I mean, in terms of Champions League? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think this. I guess uh, AC Milan would be there. Uh, AC. Barcelona. uh, I think like Red Star has two. Right. We're going all the way back. I mean, um, like Bayern more Munich recent history, I guess. Yeah. But 
But yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a storied final. I think it's going to be an absolute blast to watch. I think it's going to be a lot more entertaining than a City Liverpool uh, final. Um, and uh, Villarreal got to give a huge shout out to them. Unai, uh, you know, Unai going up in the first half, and then you know everything kind of went to shit after that. But still, well fought, and I'm I'm pumped for this finale, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, speaking of finales, um. The Premier League's almost over. <laughs> we oh, have, thank God. We have like four. I know you're hoping for the end. Um, and I, <laughs> I'm sure we'll do our big recap podcast, kind of going over the storylines of the season, uh, our thoughts and whatnot. Um, I'm pretty sure we both picked Man City at the beginning of the season. So that's looking pretty good for us. Yeah, I think I said United in second place, and that's looking pretty darn poor. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole United podcast. <laughs> that would just be a whole episode because, you know, with Ten Hag and like what players you're going to keep. I mean, I think you've said you only want to keep like three players on this current squad. And um, but as as the season wraps up, um, four games left. Um, are we I, I picked Liverpool a few weeks ago because I feel like they really want it more. But do we see Man City slipping like on one hand, does Man City take out, you know, it's like they don't want to end the season with no trophies and they especially don't want Liverpool to have the Premier League and the Champions League. So in one thought, are they going to take it out on teams like when they play whoever this weekend is a Newcastle? I think yeah, are they going to beat them like seven nil? Probably because <laughs> they're just so <laughs> pissed off. Or do you think like this is going to really this is such a devastating loss, Martin? Um, and I'm genuinely curious because I'm not sure which camp I'm in. Um, are they going to be so disheartened that they're going to let a point slip here or there and allow Liverpool to win this? Yeah, I mean, I think if they lost in a normal fashion, it would be a bit different. Um, but yeah, you're definitely right. I think mentality is going to be huge and I think we're definitely going to see it. On Newcastle's, and I'm leaning more towards they're just going to absolutely abuse Newcastle on Sunday. <laughs> but not um, only Newcastle, but like going towards the end of the season. Do you think yeah, they're just going to just, just like push through? take out all their fucking hatred and sadness <laughs> on all, all these poor teams. Uh, I think the best team they play is Leeds coming up. So, I, I mean, I, they're just going to absolutely demolish these people. Win the league uh, and, you know, Liverpool's going to try and go tit for tat. And then the weekend after the Prem ends, they play Real Madrid. So it's going to be a busy end of the season for Liverpool. So it's going to be super- and FA Cup and yeah, uh, and FA Cup. So it's going to be super interesting to see if they've got the legs too. Yeah, I mean, I think Liverpool is favored in everything besides the league. I think they'd be favored in the FA Cup. They'd be favored in the Champions League, and then a slight favored Man City for the Premier League title. So and also. I, are they in the Carabao Cup? Was that the other one too? I know it's like because people are talking they about. Are. Yeah, they it's like are the quad because the, the quadruple. Everyone's talking about that. So mm-hmm. okay, um, and I'm sure they'd be fair to that as well. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I I'm I'm you know I'm I'm not rooting. Obviously, I'm kind of picking Liverpool because I think they just have the most momentum going forward. But they got Tottenham this weekend, and you know I this Tottenham squad the second half with Antonio Conte is no joke. So, and they also played earlier in the week of Villarreal. Will they be tired against a very feisty Son and Kane? And, you know, speaking of dog, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Speaking um, of dog. <laughs> uh, this Tottenham squad does have a little bit in it and they're fighting for a top four spot, even though Arsenal thankfully has somehow like gotten to a good spot with the top four. 
Yeah, mathematically, United is not technically out of the top four fight yet. So uh, hanging on for a Christmas miracle where Arsenal and Tottenham both just <laughs> absolutely shat the bed. Well, we lost um, those three matches in a row, and then we go on to beat Chelsea and Man United. I will never understand this Arsenal squad. Speaking <laughs> of things I do not fucking understand, Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. It's always Arsenal. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to keep going. Um, yeah, I... As things level out, how are you seeing the top four finish? We'll do that now and just see if we can give our prediction. So I think you're picking City to win it. Yeah. Um, then Liverpool, Liverpool. And I think you're opposite. I'm I'm switch. I have Liverpool, then City. Third, I'm still sticking with Chelsea. Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Chelsea third. They've kind of let it slip Arsenal. a little bit. Yeah. They have, yeah. but I mean, I mean, mathematically, they can't. They can't fuck up that bad, can they? Tuchel's still a good coach. I know you don't think so, but no, I still... he's not. <laughs> um, and yeah, I have Arsenal as well. And then I guess for Europa spots, I guess I would have Tottenham, then United. I'd have Tottenham, then hopefully West Ham. And then United? And then United. That's what I'm hoping for. I think United's going to be jackasses and get a... Europa League spot, but I'm I'm rooting against them mm. actively. Okay, uh, let's hop down to. I don't have my phone out in front of me, but I'm trying to remember the three relegation sides. So right now, I think it's Norwich, um, Norwich, Watford, and then you've got Everton, Everton, Burnley, Leeds, Leeds. Oh, Burnley, Leeds. Okay. Um, I mean, shout out Everton somehow stealing points from Chelsea the other day. I don't understand this. <laughs> Another squad, I don't understand. Oh, I think I do understand. I think they're just overpaid dickheads at Everton. Am I being yeah. rude there? They're just a bunch of really talented guys who don't give a shit. Ah, like Thomas Rodriguez. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but they should have never fired uh, the Portuguese coach, Marco Silva. He was the last hopeful era for Everton. It's all been downhill. But Carlo Ancelotti couldn't save this Chelsea. squad. Yeah, Carlo Ancelotti. Carlo Ancelotti, who beat Manchester City, PSG, and Chelsea in one season, <laughs> playing like dog shit. But they're dogs. I, I, Carlo Ancelotti saw the writing on the wall. He knew. He saw the tea leaves. He saw. He looked around the ro- the locker room, being like, "Carlson, you're not fucking Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> you see this eyebrow? Do you know what I've won? Um, I don't know, man." Um, I say Norwich Wadford go down and then I don't want to say it, Martin, but it's probably going to be Burnley. Uh, I don't want it to I, be, but I really don't want it to be of, Everton because I have a lot more Everton friends and they'd be really sad out of those three teams. And the sad part is I like all of these teams. I want Leeds to go down, but I love Leeds, but they did fire Marco Biesla. But Burnley fired. Well, you have the Sean American Dyke. now, Jesse March. You know how much I hate that. It, he's good. He's a good coach. Ugh, I hate Americans. <laughs> Pulisic is still sucky, by the way. <laughs> it's coming home, baby, 2022. <laughs> it's coming home, 2022. Um, but I, I think, I think it's going to be Burnley. But imagine if it's Everton. I, I'm going to be crushed. Oh, the fallout. <laughs> Everton might burn. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Liverpool might burn. Like, this would be nuclear. I think they're one of the last... I think I've seen this stat a million times. One of the only clubs to not be relegated. 
Yeah. Like, and you know what? If you know, I'll tell you what. If Everton gets relegated one week and then Liverpool loses to Real Madrid the next week, Liverpool the city is being burned to the ground. I could see that happening. Yeah, all the Evertonians, plus now they have the Carlo Ancelotti thing, are going to be rooting hard as fuck for Real Madrid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's our manager. Like, we had we had a manager who that's won the Champions God. League. Oh man, they're gonna put that on the trophy case. Had Carlo Ancelotti right before he won the Champions League with another club. <laughs> Hang the banner. Hang the banner oh, up. Fuck. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I really don't want to see Sean Dyche go, but like he's due. Like he's Sean been having Dyche got fired. He's gone. That's oh, why I would be okay oh. with them being relegated. They they sold our man, man. They fired oh. our man. Man, I guess I didn't fully process it yet. Yeah, I posted about it. Fuck. I was Oh no. I totally They forgot. sold the dog. Oh. Damn it. That really bums me out. Wow. Um I guess I haven't fully been able to give my condolences, my rest in peace for Sean Deitch. What a absolute legend. And so right, crazy that they so crazy that they fired him just with four games left. Like why would he go down with them? I know, I know. The man's giving you so much, you don't fucking trust him to get you out. God. All right, well, I don't think... Is there anything else you want to do before I go to fan questions real quick? Uh, I think that's it. That hits all the marbles. Okay, cool. Um, thanks to everybody who sent in fan questions. These come from our Instagram. We post them on our stories. So please, whenever, send us uh, some questions for the pod. It makes our jobs easier. You know, you give us the content. Um, the first question comes from our good friend, Dunk the Hunk, Duncan Mankin, Martin. Uh, uh, he's a big Man City fan. I, my condolences to you, my friend. Uh, he said, will Pep be one of the best managers to never win a Champions League title? Or I guess he, I think he means for he Man has. City. Yeah, yeah, he, he has he has multiple, I guess. I, I, I get what he's trying to say. Or does Erling Haaland solve it for him? I mean... Manchester City is known for being pretty stringent with their cash. So I don't think they're going to go out and spend another hundred million. Wait, no, it's Manchester City, not Leicester City. Yeah, Manchester City is going to go out and spend another fucking $150 million. You actually got me there for a second. I was like, like, wait, where is he going with that? Yeah, uh, they're 100% going to spend, you know, a small fortune um, this summer and just roll the dice again. I mean, uh, I think it's it's going to happen. It's got to happen. So I, it, they're going to spend more money. Believe that. Well, I, I've said this on the pot. I'd be like, I know Man City will win a Champions League. They spend so much money. Same with PSG. Eventually they will. I don't know if it'll be uh, within this decade or whatever, but if they have the same ownership. I truly believe they're like that close. They've both been to finals in the past couple of years. Like they are on the precipice, but... But what if like there are actually soccer gods and they're looking at Manchester City and PSG and they're like, you know what? No, we don't like how you did this business. You shall never win the Champions League. I don't know what Real Madrid or Liverpool did, what soccer gods dick they sucked, but <laughs> I'll suck it. for Arsenal. I will do it. For Arsenal, I will suck as many dicks. <laughs> Give me that dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I will do it. Um, next question comes from Luca Navarro 7. He says, what will Madrid do with uh, Rodrigo when Mbappe joins next year? Well, turns out Mbappe just signed a two-year extension. 
or not extension uh, deal. I'm, I'm talking NBA. I'm in the middle of the playoffs for the NBA. Um, two two year deal uh, with PSG. So I guess did that's he? not an issue. Not an issue. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> when did that break? Shit. Um, I that was a few hours ago. So I I mean you've been at work. God damn. So, that's oh, nuts. That's a I, shame. Ruining I, his damn career. Okay. Okay. I don't agree with it. I also think Mbappe needs to get out of PSG to be known as like more of a soccer legend. Um, no, I, legend is a crazy thing to call Mbappe, but I'm, I'm talking about like just to help his, you know, um, pedigree. Pedigree. Thank you. Thank you. So say Mbappe wins the Champions League for PSG, like single handedly, like Messi, Neymar leave. He somehow wills them to a Champions League final, gets their first Champions League, and also wins another World Cup with France. Say they even win it this year. Will we be like, uh, okay, well, all right. Like, I mean, it's okay that he's in a Farmers League, but he's showing it on the biggest stage in other competitions? I'd say no. I don't know. I mean, like saying... I don't know. That's like saying... Peter Lom won a World Cup and got Bayern Munich their first two uh, Champions Leagues. And uh, he's he is a legend, but I mean, uh, shit, yeah. It's I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence on this one. I don't Again, think he can be crazy hypothetical. I don't think that that would be crazy if he did that. But, you know, hypothetically speaking, if he does that, I feel like people are going to be like, all right, like, I mean, he did do that. <laughs> I mean, you would just have to totally discount his domestic achievements at that point, and I feel like I feel like it, it's it'd be a super cool thing to do. It'd be like a a uh, giant thing to do for PSG, but at the same time, they are Champions League quality. It's not like it's a Cinderella story. They've like when he was at Monaco, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they should have won the Champions League by now. I mean, it won't be some great feat. It won't be some amazing feat when they do. It'll just be finally ticking that box. So I I, I wouldn't consider it to be, you know, him in the legends if he stays at PSG all of his career. What is he now, like 23? I mean, I think he's got to go to a, a, a team that is not below the Portuguese League in terms of difficulty coefficiency. Fair enough. Um... <clears throat> Next question comes from Dev Mitch Nine. He says, "How will Real perform against Liverpool?" Well, if you've heard us, he's they're going to have some dog in them. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to perform great, but they got that dog. I just if Real Madrid win this, this will be the worst Real Madrid side to win the Champions League in the past decade. But most deserving at the same time. But like, am I crazy for saying that? Like. Like there's no kind of yeah. I mean, like if we look at those other four champions, like that Ronaldo won at Real Madrid, right? Like those teams were way better, and like more of those players were in their prime, like Ramos, Marcelo, Ronaldo, like Tony Cruz and Madrid were much younger. Bale was still good. Benzema, who somehow has found a new afterlife, maybe Ronaldo was holding him back. Again, I don't believe that's true, but I don't know. Like this is a crazy Real Madrid side to be in a Champions League final. I think it is a new era of a champion, Champions uh, League met uh, Real Madrid. I think that, 
you know, the previous era, the um, the three-peat winning era, that was the best team in the world, deservedly so. I mean, I think this Real Madrid squad is easily the fourth best team in the world, the fifth best team in the world. But I think that th- this team is prepared entirely different, but the tenacity is the same. I mean, I think that's one thing about this Real Madrid squad over the past couple years. You know, players come and go, but every single one of them, you can see how much fight, how much dog they got in, Kevin. They got <laughs> I'm so mad. Okay, <laughs> it was so fun at the beginning of this episode. Now I totally regret <laughs> saying that and getting you in, getting you in on this. Okay, <laughs> go on. Uh, I think that, you know, it's... They are equivalent in terms of uh, legacy if they are able to win this championship. But in terms of pure raw talent, I think the teams of the past were better, for sure. Okay, last question comes from our good friend Brock. He says, do you feel like had Ramos been at Real Madrid, still this game would have been close? I do not. City were forced to shoot outside the box more often than not. Tactical fouls were made on the back line and in the midfield by players who have been in this situation more times than City has been to the semis. Experience and mentality paid off. I mean, I, th- I think that he's absolutely right. The way they set up against Real Madrid and and, and especially the experience that they played with and, and the intensity and mentality that they played with was far, far superior to City in the dying moments, but I mean, I think City definitely uh, have a fair share of blame on, on this. I, I don't think Sergio Ramos at this point in his career would have been a difference maker, but I, I think that he certainly would have helped, no doubt about it. I mean, he wouldn't be a huge difference maker, but imagine bringing him on in extra time. He would have closed that game out like none other. Oh, man. You think Sergio Ramos is at home? And he's like, how the fuck am I on PSG right now? My team's yeah. in the Champions League <laughs> yeah, final. Right. How the fuck has Real Madrid gone to another final? <laughs> and it's not, and I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> uh, that's fucking crazy. Okay. Well, that's been our show, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, our Facebook got deleted because I posted too many illegal soccer videos. Anyway, join our Discord. We got uh, almost to 100 people in there. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong, I will be faithful, cause I'm counting on a new beginning. A reason for living, a deeper meaning. I wanna stand with you on a mountain. Certainty